You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. You're listening to the We Are Libertarians network. Learn more at wearelibertarians.com. Welcome to the Boss Hog of Liberty Podcast. This is episode number 123 of East Central Indiana's favorite podcast. I'm Jeremiah Morrill. Today, joined by co-host Dakota Davis, producer Chris Guffey. Hello. Today's episode features, well, the three of us sitting around and having a uh, a wonderful discussion about a couple of different things that are going on in our lives. We are going to be talking about the recent article in the Courier Times and some comments that were made in there about the historic Castle Theater in downtown Newcastle. And we are also going to be talking about uh, maybe a name change for Henry County's Memorial Park. I don't know. We'll get into that. And then also, Chris Guffey, he's got a ride along with the police department tomorrow. So we're going to uh, try to make some predictions about what's going to happen. <laughs> what's going to happen on that. So make sure you stick around to the end to hear that. Uh, we... Uh we want to tell you that this show is about our lives in rural Indiana. We're here to push your boundaries and make you think as individuals. Sometimes we will provoke you. Other times we'll make you laugh. Hopefully you'll always learn something new. The, uh, there's going to be some breaking news tonight. This is an exciting day. Um, we're going to get into it. We had some breaking news on the Patreon side too. You guys need, first of all, there's two, two big stories in there. Mm-hmm. One, mm-hmm. I nearly lost my life over the weekend. If you want to know yes. how and why and what happened, boss, liberty.com, uh, Find our Patreon feed or patreon.com slash boss hog of liberty. Join at any level and you'll hear that story. The video's up now and you can uh, you get it delivered right to your email as soon as uh, as soon as we get posted tonight. That's right. The people on the Patreon are who pay the bills for the studio, help keep the lights on and all the technology running around this place. And also if we have equipment upgrades that need uh, to happen, well, we just have to pinch our pennies for a minute and uh, convince Mike Worlds to give us a uh, an extension on the on the <laughs> rent and then we can make our equipment upgrades if you want to help us if you want to uh, help us not have to ask Mike for an extension on the rent then you can hop on over to patreon.com slash boss hog liberty and join as well none of if, that's true we've never no, been in our we've, never we've always it. been okay we've kept with the lights are on and it's hey, been okay and the keep, patreon folks have been great but keep the drama alive but as they say winter is coming and it does take some money so yeah uh, it that is a that is a real concern if so you join jump it, in if you join at fifty dollars or more a month then we promise to give a shout out on each and every episode to make sure that the world knows just how great you are. Those folks are Christopher Bilbrey, Christy Avery, Craig DaCosta, and, of course, Jonathan Phillips. Thank appreciate, you to all those folks. Appreciate every one of them very, very much. So the uh, the big news tonight, the big thing we're getting into, uh, what, first of all, we'll, we'll, we'll note it here, but you can listen to the Patreon for the full story. Uh, you had some news over the uh, over this week. Last week, Mason yeah. Mason accidentally <laughs> broke it. Mason accidentally broke the news last week. Uh, he it, he didn't know it wasn't his fault. It was not uh, intentional. He had but no he idea. actually had the story right. If you uh, go, a broken clock is twice yeah. right twice a day. If you go and listen to episode number one hundred and twenty two, then somewhere towards the end of the episode, I say that I have big news, and the big news was about the shell building being purchased by Boar's Head. 
mm-hmm. but I, I wanted to make like it seem dramatic. Dun, dun, dun. And so I was and Mason off. Mason learning the lesson of y- yes and that yes. we've been teaching him he said, in his internship. He said, you're going to be a dad. And he had oh. no idea, but he was right. But you actually are going to be a dad. True. You are. In February. February. I feel like, I feel like, um, I feel like you're going to have to name the baby boss. <laughs> you're going to have nickname. You're gonna have boss baby. You guys, both of you guys already knew. So whenever Mason said that, uh, when, when yeah. Mason said that, we tried I, to hold it together. And all I, of us, all of us uh, shared a a, a look. <laughs> the, the looks were exchanged, <laughs> and we just drove right on by it. My look was more of which one of you told him? <laughs> I didn't do it. <laughs> like, he had uh, no idea. <laughs> nope. I kept that secret as instructed. I am a lockbox. <laughs> I didn't do it. Didn't do it. Wasn't me. If Guffy let it slip, that's uh that's uh that's wasn't a, me. That's nope. a you just can't trust Guffy. He's a dirty politician now. Uh, no, huh? could have been Chase. Fuck we don't know. Box. Chase is too busy to tell anybody anything. And I don't think Chase knows Mason. He doesn't. I don't think so. I don't think they've I don't met. Like I don't think you're right. Ships passing in the sea. Wow. And we're they gonna could. get we're Hold gonna on. get Chase back, and uh, Mason's going back to college. They will never meet each other. They could be that's the same true. person. Technically, they've never been in the same room. Ah, uh, Guffy. Uh, I I don't know if you've noticed, but Chase is much much taller than Mason. Stilts. They both are baseball players. And that's true. They Stilts. both we play baseball know. at a very high level. They're the two most the athletic people we've ever had in the history of the show. Yep. So uh, our media partner, as we've been instructed to call them by their editor. Yep, yep. Uh, we're not just inventing that. Our media par- partner. Because we are we are one of the only sources of media. We so are. Uh, the there's basically the three major news outlets in the county. Real, real quick, before we get into that. You don't want it to go? Uh, okay. Just before we get into that. I want to make a comment about the media partner. We always uh, give credit to the Courier Times. We constantly talk about the Courier Uh-oh. Times. Uh-oh. There's never anything in said newspaper about the boss hog of liberty. So if he wants us to keep calling, him I mean, we were a front, media partner. We were a front page story there one time. Yeah, because we actually put the work in to make the news. That's that's huh. we had to we had to work for that. He's just being an editor of a newspaper. Making money. <laughs> Big money news. He's just doing his job, and we we have to call him a media partner. We have to we have day jobs here. This has been the worst trade deal in the history of trade deals. <laughs> worst deal ever. So, okay. So our media play partner at the Courier Times has a big story. Daryl Radford has it out today. Uh, massive mold problem invades Castle, the Castle Theater, mm-hmm. which has been a rumor here in the last uh, the last few months that the the city is potentially trying to acquire the Castle Theater in downtown Newcastle, about two blocks away from our studio. Yep, yep. Uh, it's in a trust. the uh, The facility is in some sort of a, a a Bundy trust, which is tied to Eli Lilly. It's very convoluted. Multiple generations ago, the theater was was put into a trust. Yeah, which is now managed by a bank. And there's JP really not Morgan, a, there's yeah. not really a name and a face associated with any mm-hmm. of this. Uh, so the movie theater has been leased and operated by an independent operator for about the last ten years. And those folks, according to the story today in the paper, uh, there's been an independent operator who's who's had it for about ten years, mm. and they were responsible for all of the maintenance. And they said this is the worst trade deal ever, and they got out of the business. Basically, they yep, said yep. We're, we're out. So it's been empty. The theater's been closed for a little while over the winter. There was a, uh, I guess, the, he, since they Frank, left, yep. the owners didn't go in and say, hey, we need to turn the power on. Nobody turned the water off because the the renters, their lease was up. They left. Yep, they the had owners the old- never went back in. 
electric pipe, left on pipe uh, blue and uh and then the thing flooded yeah it was, so the city was, had to go in and and basically yeah. break into the building to to turn the water off and then it sat there for the last since winter so the last six seven eight months and then it hit a nine 90 we've had some days. we've had july temperatures yep and now apparently somehow maybe mold we don't know why the city went in the worst officially mold ever but this as the story develops we start to figure out why the city went in the building yeah. but the city went in the building this week the mayor and mike burles is saying it's not eli Lilly, it's riley riley children's hospital riley. okay that's children. what i was thinking all right good catch mike fair enough we'll check his sourcing later we want that i extension. think we've read we've read a number of things um <laughs> you're wrong a a philanthropic uh organization mm-hmm. has uh has has the lease on this building the city went in the mayor went in the health department went in and they basically red tagged it and said this thing is overrun by mold the building commissioner came in uh commissioner melton yep and uh came in and and they Me. said this thing's uninhabitable right now and you can't go in there without a hazmat. He he put a giant he put a giant sign on the doors that says "Do not enter, unsafe to occupy," which means that it is actually a misdemeanor to go into the building, right? I, or or take that sign down. Maybe it makes you a criminal. They're gonna arrest you. So I'm gonna go and take that sign down tomorrow. Whenever Chris is on his ride along, <laughs> that'll be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Guffy is so desperately hoping for something exciting to happen. Trying to tomorrow. help you out, buddy. All I'm saying is later in. We'll talk about it later. All right. Oh yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. All right. So, so this is this story comes along, and all of a sudden, in as you read the story this morning, it says that the city, along with along with Newcastle Main Street, mm-hmm. has put an offer in on the building, and it's been talked about a little bit. But I, I to me, I'm like, well, I didn't realize we were at that point, and I, I don't. I didn't either. And I've talked to, I've reached out to a number of city councilmen that are uh, city council persons. Yep. And it kind of surprised them all. They didn't know that this was happening. Yeah, actually, one that I reached out to, I was like, hey, um, City put an offer in on the, the Castle Theater. He goes, where'd you hear that rumor at? <laughs> it's in the paper. Front page of the Courier Times. <laughs> <laughs> Our media partner. Our media partner, the Courier Times. But yeah. So. so so we see that out there. And then it says that Shocked. Newcastle Main Street is tied to it. Mm-hmm. But the building hasn't been advertised for sale. We haven't seen that it's officially for sale. We know that people potentially were trying, but it's not out there as a listing, right? It's like available for lease. Yeah, I don't think so. Is it? Is, it, is there a sign in the window saying that you could buy the thing? Not is there that, an advertised price? Not that I've seen. So, so we've heard we've heard it's rumor not on Zillow. We've heard rumor that the uh, the building is out there for sale, mm-hmm. uh, and now it sounds like from our from our sourcing today. Uh, that there are multiple offers on a building that wasn't for sale, and the, and the city perhaps is not the high bidder, and the owner is saying, "No, we're not gonna, we're not gonna take any of these bids." Yeah, that they were, uh, they maybe they're gonna, gonna try them. to go full retail. Yeah, so that's an interesting development. So the conversations that we have to have. Do, we, do, do you know, Chris? I'm asking you this. Do okay. you Do you know how much the offer was that was put in on the Castle Theater? I do not know the offer. Don't, you haven't seen the documents? I have not seen the documents. If you don't know, don't if you do know, don't tell us. If you don't know, then that's great. No, I don't know. I, but I want to I want to take this time to let's make a let's go around the room and oh, do a guesstimate? No, we're not oh. we're not going to do a guesstimate. We're going to say if you were putting an offer in on the Castle Theater, how much would you offer? Oh, Look, Mike Rose is always fact checking. He says that it's listed for lease. It's not yep. available for not purchase for right now, but it's available for lease if um, you want to. What about you? we'll start with Jeremiah because I don't know. I'd have to think about it. So, 
there's a lot lot to consider there. You well, got utilities, cost, who you're going to put in it, how are you actually going to make money off of the thing? Well, and hold if on. I'm a if I'm a city wanting to do this, I might consider taking it off of the of the private group's hands for a dollar, maybe. But then you got to figure out how you're operating it, how you're paying insurance, what you're actually going to do with it. The building needs repairs. Mm-hmm. Um, just you know, it's like buying a horse. The cheapest part of it is buying the horse. It's actually feeding it and maintaining it and keeping it alive yep. and doing something with it. That's the problem. That getting the building is the cheap part. Now, my question is, is, does that include the parking lot in the back and the building next to it? I would expect it's the whole parcel. Yeah, yeah it's, it's the, the whole, whole parcel. Whole thing. You could build quite the tiny house in that parking lot. Sure could. You could really fulfill your dreams. I'd I put it in the in the ditch where the... you just have a pretty crappy yard. You wouldn't really be able to get a dog. Unless you just like turn the castle into your yard, so I, I, I think I think as the city, I would I would kind of do like they did with the bank property, the Mariana Bank property, mm-hmm. and if they want to give it to you, then okay, maybe you have that conversation. Yeah, uh, I'm not, but you, but still, it needs to be a conversation. It can't just be. It really shouldn't be the the mayor making a deal, cutting a deal, and doing it. That does not seem seem like the right gig to me. So, so you well, say that you take it. Uh, for a dollar. For a dollar. I might do it for a dollar. Literally, that and that would and that's not an uncommon thing. But that's as mm-hmm. but I'm not as the city. As a city, yeah. If you're yeah. a private individual, is that what we're talking about? no. You know, this, my question was private individual. Private oh. individual, maybe. I, I you don't know how bad it is, right? I, without having an inspection and mm-hmm. knowing what's going on and having a chance to look through it, if it's mold riddled and and it's got plumbing issues and God only knows what happened to the utilities inside, hell, the thing may only be worth thirty or forty grand. You got the building next to it, but the theater itself, if you're actually looking at what it's truly worth in the free market. It might be the lot minus the teardown. So All right, stop running around. Cost. Give me a final number. What's your final number? Forty grand. What about you, Dakota? I was going to say thirty-three. Man, I don't really know. Um, I've been looking at houses, but I don't know the right way to estimate. That it. said, the the well, the bill. Well, I guess the the shop next door. I'll split you. I'm going thirty-seven. The single. The single family as home private. market is going crazy right now. Yeah, as a private, I'd go. If you're if you're buying it for the lot and you're going to tear it down, you're going to build apartments there or something. Maybe it's got more value. Yeah. But if you're going to try to use it as a theater, you got more competition coming in town. Oh yeah. yeah. I don't know that that's going to. It's fly. already it's already failed to hold its own in a market without a competing theater here. So I, that side's difficult. You know, yeah. are we doing so the like, dream of we're going to open up a brewery and we're going to have people in there? And we're going to have shows and that's what we're going to do. Maybe that's got a future. Yeah. Maybe, maybe then, something fun and trendy's there. Right. And if you get brewery it for a song. next door and theater and if you can find a way to do it, find maybe, a way to save the castle, put maybe, a, maybe put a that works in the building next to it. And then some, some sort of a, a, a unique across. business model might work. Yeah. Uh, but I don't like level half of the four, but just kind of keep, the, a lot of the original seating, you just have to expand that front lobby and make it like restaurant sitting space, and you can just go into the back and you'd play like older movies and stuff. You could probably hit a pretty cool market with that. With that, you do like model. Bakersfield does in Indianapolis, where they play old westerns, right? You have like yeah, a, right. a California Mexican would, Santa bet, Fe type feel. I bet something like that would really take off around here. Maybe, maybe. Hit but, me up, but, Sean. But here, we're going to brew thing. some beer. But here's the, the thing. Is, Maybe Sean's the other offer. That's the other thing. Is we've heard there's multiple offers, and the city was not high. That's true. The city wasn't the highest offer. Um, here, here's the thing. Here's my issue, and, and the part where I'm not – we're all learning about this. This is the first time we've watched our city try to buy a theater. Rushville, <laughs> Rushville did it uh, a couple years ago with the Princess Theater, and it, as a part of their stellar grant, they, they acquired the, the uh, theater, and they moved City Hall there, so it's got multiple purposes. This one – 
there's not really the space there, you know, the, the princess theater is multiple levels. It's, it, it makes a it, I think it works out a little better. So I pulled a copy of the, uh, the ordinance that is, uh, it was passed and adopted by the city council, uh, in Newcastle, in not Newcastle, Rushville. Newcastle. Is this and the, this what about is, the land bank? This is from, uh, December of 2018. And this is the, uh, the city budget. Oh, there's a city budget that, uh, every city adopts. Newcastle's is about $26 million. Uh, $3 million for water, $1 million for trash, uh, $13 million in general, re- general whatever, which I think is where most of the employee costs come from, I believe, about $5.3 million in sewer, uh, and then a bunch of uh, things under a million bucks, transportation, aviation, pensions. There's about $1.2 million the city pays a year in fire and police pensions. Um, $26 million budget. I don't know where in that comes a uh, a line item to to start operating a theater. Well, what I'm thinking is it's probably from like just the general. So the $13 million general fund that pays yeah. pays all the I mean that's your police salaries, that's your fire salaries as best I can read the budget uh from a one-page summary. I think that's where all oh. of the headcount comes from. Yeah. I I don't know if they've got that much sitting there available or is this a are you making a cash offer or are you signing up and saying, Hey, we're going to, we're going to yeah. sign 20 or 30 year note and well, we're going to, we're going to operate this thing. I was informed that as if the mayor can pay cash for it out of his budget, then he doesn't need the city council's approval. He did. But, but if, if they he, were going to go into debt, if they were going to go into any kind of payment plan, the city council has to approve it. So, so, so the, the him it, shooting off like this, a city, making an offer, a city council makes me think that he's going to approves the budget ordinance every year. Mm-hmm. The mayor can ask for an increase, but the council approves a budget. So without the council saying yes, that's your check and balance. Um, of course, the mayor is not facing re-election this year, but half the council, during your, almost half the council is facing re-election, so they've got Three this conversation seven, yep. to have. Uh, and this is the time for the city to have this discussion. I'm not sure. As a guy that lives five doors from city limits, but gets sucked in because of my of the city utilities uh, into the conversation against my will, uh, I've got a giant mound in my dry in my in my yard right now, thanks to the city project that's going on. And a your house your house was in the uh, paper as well. It was. It was on the cover of the paper after my uh, my little talk on episode one twenty two. Uh, I made the cover of the paper, uh, so that was kind of fun. And we Our didn't media get listed as a media partner. No, it was just a house on Jeffrey Street. Mm-hmm. Noted. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> weird, weird how that works, Mister Wike, Week, whatever. Um, so the, there's a budget that's passed every uh, every year or so. Uh, City of Fort Wayne, their their website actually does a really good job of explaining how how all this works out. Uh, but basically, every year the the council approves a budget. Um, so it's not to say you know, and they can cut it. They they have the opportunity to say no. So if a council doesn't agree with something a mayor is doing, not this just, just this mayor, but any mayor, you can go in and you make changes. You've got that authority. I'm not convinced that the council knows that or has done that in the time it's been there, uh, the, the, the current membership's been there. But it's kind of like Congress, where Congress hasn't declared war. They just kind of go along with the executive branch. Mm-hmm. Congress has a whole lot more power than they, than they use, because, but they just forget about it. And they let the executives run and do what they want to. Could be one of those. I, I kind of think that might be what happened with the city council here. Yeah, could be with some of the newer council members. They're like the older council members, like, well, this is how it's always just been done. So now is, they just is that, and what, nobody wants to rock the boat. Is that what this little explanation is on the city of Fort Wayne's website with uh, budgets over one hundred thousand dollars will be explained? Is that what that means? Is that what you're talking about? Well, that's a variance, but it also the, you, you also can see the process. Um, I'm not sure if it's in this uh, on this page that we've got pulled up here right now or not, 
Um, but there's an annual review and a budget, uh, a budget has to be approved by the council. It's an ordinance. That's true. But I mean, but the, how do you know, and me playing devil's advocate, um, how do you know that the mayor or the general fund's not going to need this amount of money? And you know what I mean? It's one of those things like, well, we have the money, where should it go? And we have to figure these out. I mean, I can think of other places. We can put them into the police department because uh, the police department want to buy some uh, trunk railroad, like trunk blockers that they can like block the streets off and keep keep them in the trunk automatically. And that that's on the Stellar there, Grant. There's there's uh, endless amounts of ways to spend yeah. uh, to spend your money, right? Yeah, there is. Or maybe we don't need to be collecting that much money. Find a way to lower it. It's a, uh, it's. I, I just think this is being short circuited. I feel like it's happened very quickly, to my view, and I don't know that the city has the, the people of the city have decided we want to be in the theater owning or theater operating business. If Newcastle Main Street goes out and buys this thing and operates it as a as a five hundred one c three independently, great. Mm-hmm. But is that what the city wants to do? Is that the is that what is the you know? City is, and, to or have the conversation? You know, if the people of the city say, "Hey, you know what? We want to be in the business of saving downtown." We want to invest money. We want to add a TIF. We want to put all the buildings downtown in a TIF, and we want to we want to save these historic buildings. We want them to be publicly owned. Okay, let's have that conversation. Let's make this election about that. If that's what this is going to be, if you look at this parcel, this building that we're talking about, mm-hmm. it had ten thousand dollars in property taxes this year that that went to the county and the city. If the city owns that building, it's that, it's zero. It's gone. Yep. It's zero. Also, so that, that building was ten thousand dollars into into the public fund. That's now not there anymore. That's ten thousand dollars that comes out of your school fund, that comes out of your police fund, that comes out of your fire fund, comes out of your park funds. That's not coming in because the city now owns it. It well, will never come in as long as the city owns it. And then on top of that, you're going to have to pay people to the, the, the maintenance. You're going to have to pay people to fix it. And so there's more money coming out of the, the budget for all yep. these preemptive and. I don't know that you want to come off as Debbie Downer and say we want to kill everything or don't want to do this, but. It's a conversation that needs to be yeah. had because I don't think people realize that that's there. They just see it's an empty building. Exactly. The right. questions need to be asked. I, and I, I came up with another question about this whole thing. Shoot. Uh, was the trust. And yeah. um, they're talking about, and, and Greg Gork says that he wants the city, or he wants to fix the Castle Theater, and uh, he wants to save it. It's, he said it's not going to go the way of all the other theaters that Newcastle had, all the other historic theaters. Princeman, the princess, the... Yeah, he listed them off. I can't remember them. Yeah. But does the uh, does this trust have insurance on the building? And if so, uh, the insurance they can just it. fix it. Yeah. And maybe that's what they'll do. How is that the city's responsibility? No, that's no, what no. I'm saying. It's no, not, not the city's I, I, the responsibility. Trust. Right. The trust. But, but, but that's not... The trust will have the insurance. The trust will fix it. That's and their it, business. Yeah, and then yeah, the, yeah but that's not that's I, not on the mayor to solve that I'm, problem. I'm saying it. No. Yeah, that's I, you we're know agreeing I, I, yeah. with you. I'm he, saying I'm saying I think, I think the, the mayor. So the, just, the people are potentially <laughs> blaming the mayor for this happening, and I don't think that's the mayor's problem. The mayor's fault. Yeah, I, 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 I have think, seen people say that it is Newcastle the the city's fault that it's falling apart, but it's really not. It nothing is in our hands. Nothing we do we own nothing of it, and if the owners want to left the water running and didn't pay the gas bill to let the heat come in and to heat the building and the pipes burst. That's not on us. We can't forcibly go in and maintain a building. Apparently we, we can get in. We can now somehow. 
<laughs> yeah, when when Somebody water's coming back out of when water's coming back, back out into on the, the street. street. Yeah. The, somebody had a key cuz they got in there to take pictures. That's true. They did. I wonder who had the key. Maybe the guy that was posing for the pictures. I don't know. We don't know. We'll never I have know. No idea. All right. Anything else on the on this topic before we move on to the uh to the next uh, sticky one? This is a week of local craziness. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. Uh no, I don't really have anything. Um, I think that we should try to get a private business to buy it first. In the article, I believe... It's, here's I, the thing is it's been short-circuited, Chris. Yeah, it has. It because has. it's not on the market. People haven't had a chance to look at the building, walk through it, tour it with a realtor, and dream a little bit and say, this is what I want to do. That's what I'm saying. I said, that, that's why we should back out of it, and we should not purchase it and give private private industry a time to come in and actually see if they want to invest in the community. And that's what we should do. We should back out and not, not buy it. But, but it sounds like they're not the high bidder anyway. Well, potentially. No. All right. Who do? Let's uh, let's take other guesses to oh, in almost. this segment. Who do we think is the high bidder? Yeah. Who do we think that is could the be high anybody? Bidder? I think it's probably. I think that might be the new shell building. You think it's, <laughs> they needed it? They sold the one to Boar's Head, so maybe it's going to be the new shell building. I'm going to go with the. Oh, you're uh, saying that that uh, the, the theater RDC. might be. Yeah, maybe that maybe that's the. Maybe it's the start of the new industrial park. Mm. Mike's saying it has been on the market, but as far as we know it, Mike, is it for sale or is it just for lease? It's got to be for sale if there's been multiple offers put in. Well, unless, unless they're just contacting back, the trust. They could be contacting yeah. the trust. Um, I'm just going to go with a uh, standard Newcastle um, answer here. And I'm going to say Randy Neal. <laughs> Is it Chrysler? Is Chrysler coming back to do small micro manufacturing? I think that it was. These are all guesses. Don't hold any of us accountable. I think that it was Elm Street. Ooh, Elm Street Two. Yeah, because I heard Elm a rumor. Street in Muncie. Yeah, the brewery in Muncie. Mm-hmm. I heard a rumor that they had been driving through Newcastle and looking at possible locations oh. for a satellite brewery. Yes, Christy, I picked up your tickets. So. That could be it too. That's what I'm hoping for. I hope You're, some well, maybe maybe I hope it's time maybe good, it's time for you to go out and uh, operate uh, operate yourself a brewery. Well, you know, I'm I'm really hoping that something that something like that comes along and makes a successful business out of that location. I do too. Yeah. Well, and see, I hold I have fond memories of the Castle Theater because that was my first adult job like my first job in high school was your first job. you're an insider i think it was maybe also you had a key probably most people our age and older is probably where their first travis, date happened travis worked there right so he worked there is that where your first date was at was at the castle theater no i was school? probably at the skating rink i used to start dating young hmm. <laughs> <laughs> i'd say probably probably the skating rink but yeah no well um god i don't even remember where mine was at I have no, I have no memory. I can, I can recall going so long to, ago, going to the same, <laughs> the same movie three times in a week, just to talk to uh, the old manager up there, Keith. What was the, what was your first movie you saw there? Do you remember? I do not. I can tell you the one that I have the fondest memory of. I have two, uh, Hildago with Viggo Mortensen. Yes. I yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that my dad took me to see Hildago there. Yep, Hildago, um, not Hidago. Hidago. Uh, Mike Broyles reporting it's listed on Crossroads for one hundred and sixty-five thousand. Ooh, uh, I'm gonna put an offer for thirty-three. 
Well, <laughs> Mike should know because he buys buildings. There we go. <laughs> um, it is not showing up on the Crossroads real estate website. I have I have been scouring, and then uh, the, it is not appearing. The second movie that I recall the most was probably um, when I was working there, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. I remember because you know how the ushers have to walk in at a certain point during the movie. I saw the same three to five minutes of the movie at least 20 times before I saw the movie. What was, was like, it? What was happening? Uh, it is when, so I don't know if you, I've, I have seen the film. I've seen okay. it in the last year. Okay. So in the Goblet of Fire, when the two schools are coming down, um, Dunstrom and I forget the other one, but um, Flor Delacour was coming down the visiting schools. Mm-hmm. So it was that scene Florida Delacour, and then uh, Dumstrong with Victor Crumb, who's probably my favorite character in the entire series, uh, is coming down and they're like, yeah, they're beating their stabs. And then they do the acrobatic and then that guy just blows up like the little That is fire. a pretty cool moment in a movie theater with their sound. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I, uh, I The first movie I saw there was uh, the Big Green, the soccer movie. Oh, yes. I saw that there. I, you were probably very, very young. I've seen if, it. If born, but I, I saw that in the theater there. Oh, that's awesome. And then uh, the most recent movie, Chase Payton and I went and watched Star Wars there uh, very recently. Uh, well, probably one of the last showings that they had. Okay. I can't tell you the last movie I saw there. Dakota, what's your first movie? Dude, I have no idea. Okay, what's, what's your fondest movie memory there? Uh, I don't know. I also watched up there, and then I was holding the only- a girl's hand for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Audrey was so lucky. Um, <laughs> I remember watching up there, and I was the only person that burst into after when the old man and the lady fell down the hill and died. Oh, and I, you're so mean. I was horrible. Yeah, but I thought it was like <laughs> we thought you were heartless whenever we talked about Notre Dame. Yeah. Yep. Now you're laughing at poor uh, old ladies. Listen, if that didn't That's, happen, the whole premise of the movie wouldn't have happened. So don't blame me. You are a sad, horrible. It was a linchpin scene man. for the entire movie. All right. As as we are known for smooth transitions. Let's uh, talk about some we're other hosting. You're you're producing. Yeah, come on, Chris. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. With the program. Hold on here. I'll go back into the Castle Theater real quick. Here we go. You um, still have your you have your key? No. My best friend actually worked there as uh, I believe he made made it to assistant manager and one of the, I don't, assistant I don't know, to the regional manager assistant to and I don't know if you guys know this but one of the coolest aspects when it was a carousels was you were allowed to take two free movie tickets what two free movie tickets to any carousels so then you would go somewhere else and watch their Muncie's movie. was a carousels huh both of them before they became an AMC um I th- uh, here's my favorite uh, Newcastle castle theater memory is whenever i was a kid my friend's older brother worked there in the concession stands what was his name uh ryan sidwell, sidwell. yep yep i know him he came oh, in nice. after me really <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay so whenever i would go over to their house and and like stay the night over there he ryan would come in after a shift and he'd have a giant 50 gallon bag of popcorn yep and we would just play video games on the old PlayStation 1. You're the reason why the place went bankrupt. <laughs> and we pigged out on popcorn. All three of us, we just popped that baby open. <laughs> it was awesome. Oh, those, yeah. Those were, those were fun times. See, look at that. You're, uh-huh. the, you're the problem. 
All right. Well, that's the uh, that's the theater update. We'll see if the city of Newcastle is going to be in the theater owning business or not. Look up, look up nine oh nine Plum Street in Newcastle. <laughs> what is nine oh nine Plum? It's a be? house he was it's telling a me about. Beautiful home. Anyways, <laughs> this is you know we're broadcasting to thousands yeah, of people, right? You just really need to and you just and you're just ready. It's already and, pending. Whatever it is, it's uh, oh, it's already pending. Never mind. I was trying to advertise for these people because the home is beautiful. Yeah, it's sorry, a, it's folks. a beautiful. It's, it looks like a nice four square. Uh, very nice home. Beautiful. All right. Lovely. Lovely home. Doesn't need any of your flipping work. Um, I, I'll tell you what, here's the other reason why I couldn't pay a hundred and I, I couldn't pay more than 30 grand. Cause the damn thing costs $10,000 a year in taxes. <laughs> Come yeah, that's on. That's crazy. That devalues it like none other. If that means I, you got to turn, you got to turn a thousand bucks a month profit in there to even start to break even. You yeah. got to, you got to generate a thousand bucks a month profit on the building well, just to break even to pay just to, to pay, pay the, the taxes. taxes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's not that's not just, breaking even. Just to just to break even on the taxes alone before you put any utilities in before you do anything else. Yep. That is take uh, out loans to renovate. The that is a regressive tax on that facility. All right. Yeah, if I were to open a brewery or something in there, I would just leave it like it is with all the mold and everything. Dollar beer night, everybody. You're gonna have to sell a bunch of them. <laughs> <laughs> you could do like the neon cactus and just get you a nice big old jug. Dakota's and they uh, fill it up for cheap. Dakota's dollar beer night. All right. So the other uh, the other topic we wanted to get into real quick uh, kind of blew up over the weekend. The local uh, the local paper again had a story, um, and this has been a story that's been brewing for a little while. Um, the this Henry County Memorial Park has been the name for about a hundred years. Next year is the hundred year anniversary of the park's existence. That is correct. In June. Oh, it's a. Uh, a memorial park, a war memorial park mm-hmm. dedicated to uh, dedicated to the youth of Henry County, but also dedicated to the veterans of Henry County. Correct. And their memory, uh, those that we've lost. Uh, going And it's got, we've got a rich history here going back to General Bundy, going back to, to many, 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 play, many folks. We've got the Doughboy. We've been, that's been covered ad nauseum on this program. Um, so a individual named uh, Larry Stockton came to the county uh, park board. And said, "Hey, I want to change the name of the park to a veteran honoring the Henry County veterans." And you know what? I've been going to the park board meetings for a while now, and I don't recall him ever being there. Okay, so so this uh, Mr. You Stockton, him a liar? You calling Daryl? No, you calling Daryl from happened. the Courier Times a liar? It no, definitely no, happened. No, and it and the park happened, the park <laughs> said we'd rather not. We appreciate it. We'll consider it, but they're not going to yeah. take any action. So his, they didn't move on with his it. His proposed name was Veterans of Henry County Memorial Park. Mm-hmm. And he got uh, there. There are three. Uh, I guess they're VFWs. VF, uh, no, American Legion. There's a VFW, uh, an American Legion, but I believe I think it was the American Legion in Knightstown, down, Middletown, down and Newcastle, Newcastle. Probably all signed on and agreed with this with this thought or this proposal, thinking mm-hmm. it would be a nice thing to rename the park. Yep. Um, approached the park board. Park board took no action. This is where the churn of being on the park board starts to drive you crazy as a former park board member because the individual has then gone to the county commissioners who appoint the park board. And generally what happens is the park board has one power. That is the superintendent. They control the staff. That's the one thing the park board controls. Everything else really comes down to the park commissioners, the the, the county commissioners. So Mr. Stockton, knowing that, went to the county commissioners and said, hey, I want to change the name of the park. And the county commissioners have now advertised that they're going to have a hearing about changing the name of the park to where they could actually have, they could actually change the name 
without the commissioner saying yes. So August 28th, they're going to have a hearing and they could potentially change the name of Henry County Memorial Park. And you know, uh, Elgin Pitts is in the chat and he says he proposed it about a year ago. I just saw that. Yeah. Well, and you know what, what is crazy to me is, so I saw that on Facebook, obviously it's just how it is sometimes. And one of the current park board members said, I wish you would have given us a heads up. Member Williams, Jerry Williams, Jerry Williams. I was like, she she said this on Facebook. It was mm -hmm. a very public, there was a conversation that happened over the weekend in a, some sort of a local group. I don't remember which one it was, but she was going back and forth with commissioner Kronk. Yeah. The we president sh- of the park board. Just wish or you the, commissioner, us- the president of the commissioner board. Yeah. Just wish you would have uh, given us a heads up and let us know what was going on. Yeah. Because we well, had already decided. And, uh, and I think that what they had talked about was, unfortunately, the park board took no action on it. They just kind of said no and went about their way. They didn't. You take don't necessarily it. have to take no, no as a vote. We learned that this last week after the, uh, four, four. after the wind thing. It, Oh, not yeah. not moving forward with something is, is, is an action. Unless you affirmatively right. say yes, we're changing it, then taking no action is a no. It's the same thing. You can't build. You can't change it. You can't do anything. Not taking action is an action. Even if they didn't explicitly tell you no, if you didn't get a yes, then the answer is no. That's the deal. Well, she said that they never even took a vote. But they didn't take action. Right. They didn't take action. So would it have changed anything if they had made a decisive no. no decision. This is one of the frustrations as a as a former park board member is that you you don't get a whole lot of guidance when you're on the board. They don't tell you, you know, and it's not it's it's a function of the way this operates. You've got a a, a board of three that appoints one at a time, so you have a board of five, and you have just a mat. It's just mass chaos. A lot of and then a council of seven that funds you, so you've got eleven elected officials that are involved. Well, three, three, uh, ten, ten elected officials there, plus potentially other government agents, department heads, other folks that get involved and help you out and, and get involved. But you've got potentially ten bosses, ten people that are involved in either setting your budget. You have ten, ten plus an auditor who's actually very one. The county auditor is probably the most powerful person in the state in the in the county. They they actually control who gets money, who doesn't get money, and where money's at. Um, so an auditor is very important in the budgeting process. So those 11 elected officials are there, and then you've got five park board members who are expected to do the work. They vote on something, but then it can get overridden or it can get changed just like this. So if you don't attend 26 commissioner meetings a year, all of a sudden you don't something happens and you weren't involved. And you have it's no a, idea about it. And you have no idea. Until you read about it in the newspaper. And, and by, the way, the, uh, <laughs> yep. by the way, the way they're they're not live streamed. Uh, so it's a, it's a tough job and it's very frustrating. And, and that's why one of the many reasons why you've had so much churn on the park board lately where you've probably had, there's probably eight people that have sat on the Memorial park board in the last six years. Yeah. Maybe more than that. There's probably been eight openings on the park board in that amount of time. Um, yeah. we you know, since, since the shows existed, we've probably had, <laughs> we've probably had six, Yeah, six of them at least. It, it, it's been unreal. Um, so it's, so it's difficult. So so now you've got this this potential change, and and I just think, my God, is this? There's a lot of really positive things to happen in the park. I I think we need to do some stuff that that gets you a consensus and moves you forward as being good uh, and happy, and you're celebrating 100 years. Don't do something that's going to create another controversy. Uh, yeah. On that note, there is something that's good that's going to happen. Um, Are you on the pork board? <laughs> No, I am on the Veterans Committee. 
committee of the park. Uh, so we are trying. Thank you for your service. I hate you. <laughs> Um, we are going to put up a new monument for the war on terror. Um, I have, I have my first meeting August 7th at seven o'clock. Um, if any veterans want to attend, we are meeting by the Doughboy. So, um, all are welcome. We want, uh, your input. Is there, if you've been on the war on terror, we want your input and. Where where will it be cited? Where do you do you guys that, have an expectation as to no, where this would we're, be? Uh, we're looking, we're looking. Uh, I think Sunday we're going to go and we're going to not Sunday, but the seventh. Sorry, uh, we're going to go and look, drive around the park and try to discuss and see what what do we all think of who all shows up and see what. There's what already we think. a base, uh, kind of like on the north side of the park. There's like the base of where a monument used to be. I don't know that. It's one. not very accessible. It's not ADA compliant, though. That's true. So, Just spend the money to make it ADA compliant once the new one's there. Well, we're trying to get donations if you want to make one. I'll, I'll tell you what. Donation, yeah. in, in all seriousness. Yeah. There's uh, once the Expo Center is built, that's under contract. The contract's been awarded to Fredericks. Uh, the dirt contract is already out by to Case and, and Fredericks is building going to build the Expo Center. Buildings are going to come down and there's going to need to be something where, where the current show barns are now. Yeah, but that's that's going to be potentially green space and be a great place to start locating monuments. It, it would, but unfortunately, we don't know how long the expo center is going to take, and we're wanting to um, potentially have this in by next June. And we all know for how, the hundredth for the one hundredth. Um, what if what if it's a temporary location and then you move the monument later? I don't know. I, I never thought about that. But how quick will the other buildings come down? Is the question. We get the expos. Moving monuments in that park is not very popular. Well, I'm saying well, if, if you, it's if a you discuss it on the front end and you yeah. say this is where it's going to be, but then long term we're going to have X, Y, and Z. That is yes, that is the correct route. If that is that your uh, plan, that is, that is a thought. But, but you're going to have some green space there that's going to need a purpose, and maybe that would be the maybe that's the start of it. Yeah, well, as long as there's no more wars, it's the start of it. I mean, we've had presidents dropping bombs on countries, putting people in harm's way for generations. <laughs> yeah, I'm. But, 36 years old and I've we've been at war my entire adult life. Not your entire adult life. My entire adult life. Oh, well. Consider- 2001, I graduated from high school. Yep. Yep. We've been, we've been in this. No, well, then technically not your entire adult life. Because when did you turn 18? July. I had two months. You had two months of freedom, baby. Dear leader Chris Spengel turned, 20, uh, turned 18 years old on September 10th, 2001. He had to go to so, to to the post office to register for selective service. <laughs> that was a that was a bad day. It was a terrifying day to have to join up, <laughs> yeah. sign up for the draft. But so yeah, but we were we're gonna put a war on terror. I did bring up the fact that they have like um, the Gulf War, Desert Storm, stuff like that included in the war on terror. When as far as I know, the war on terror is just from two thousand one. So in the, Afghanistan, the, Iraq. Yeah. So I mean, it was that was the Gulf War was Persian Gulf War, right? That yeah. was that what that counts. Well, I as. think I think they're 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 going to want to lump all those guys together and just so, call it the War on Terror. Monument. Right. The Persian Gulf already has a monument though, in there. Well, and it's like Bosnia and right. um, Somalia. Places like there's that. opportunities for a lot of monuments. Yep. Unfortunately, a lot there's, of conflicts, a lot of places we've been and. 
So where to, to end this segment of the show, mm-hmm. what do you guys think about the name change? You think it's... That's <laughs> bad you, timing. You good, bad, indifferent. It's terrible timing. You, so Jeremiah's saying, don't change the name. No. Yeah, I, I, it's always been known as Henry County Memorial Park. I don't know why we need to change it. And this is coming from a veteran. I don't... Listen, I don't, unless, unless it's going to be Henry County Memorial Park sponsored by Verizon and it's going to pay for the park, we leave it alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's already been... Yeah. And it's on the registry, so... What's the process of um, changing the name and then changing the name for the yeah. registry? To me, I don't, I don't understand why it needs to be changed and specified. Henry County Veterans Memorial Park. It, it's so much more than. Isn't that kind of uh, so much more than a? What What about the people that aren't from Henry County that come visit it? Yeah, well, exactly. It's it's only for the Henry County veterans. What about the veterans from Rush County? What, what about the guys from Carthage or, or Anderson or Pendleton that come here? But what about what about the fact that not everybody that visits the park's a veteran and they use it? Why does it have to be a veterans park? Yeah. It's a it's a memorial park. It's, you know. All right. all right. Looks like we're all in agreement. There we go. Holy moly! Don't change the name. All right. Don't change. The <laughs> Make name. some t-shirts. Guffy. What's up, buddy? You've got. Uh, You've you've got an exciting schedule coming up in your city council uh, running life. It's coming down to it. Yeah, are we like a hundred days left? Where how many days? You got a calendar set? No, only, only calendar I've got is for um, the hockey season starts, and it, the opening weekends October twenty fifth and twenty sixth. Ninety seven days. So you're ninety seven days away from the election. Yep. Down to double digits. Whoop whoop, man. Ah, uh, yeah, baby. This time, yeah, this baby. time, in, this time in March, Dakota will be a dad, and Guffy will be a city councilman. It's true. It's amazing. True words have never been spoken. Do you know if it's twins yet? Yes, we do know. It's not twins. Oh, <laughs> only one heartbeat. <laughs> Hold on, there could be some stuff going on we don't know about. I heard. They, maybe I heard, they beat. I heard the heartbeat. The same. They, they, boom, boom. I was. They are that in sync. I was so. I was so excited to hear the little heartbeat. That was so cool. That way, really yeah. Nice. I, I took a secret recording <laughs> on my phone, and sent it to you guys. Oh man! I, I, I was sitting in the room, and she's like, "All right, we're gonna listen to the heartbeat now." And I was like, "No, don't start yet. Don't start. Yet. <laughs> no, wait." <laughs> and live stream. I just turned my <laughs> brightness on my phone all the way down, and like, like held it out here. <laughs> And because the doctor's back was turned to me, so she didn't really see. Are you not allowed yeah. to record? I have one more. I don't know. I didn't want to <laughs> ask. Just, I have I have one more personal story real quick talking about doctors that uh, that I'll share real quick, and then we're going to get into Guffy's thing. Okay. Uh, went through an ownership change at my day job back in November. So now we have to go see a doctor once a year, or else it's going to be like eleven or $1,200. Uh, out of pocket extra if you don't go see it, get an annual physical, a free annual physical. Wow. <clears throat> so such an inconvenience. I have to check on and see how I have to healthy see, I am. I have to see how I'm doing. It's none of their damn business, Dakota. So I, 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 I'm like, okay, well, we got to go by October. Mm-hmm. So Sarah has to go, my, my lovely bride, and I have to both go. And uh, Sarah offers to make an appointment for herself and go, go do mine as well. So I'm like, okay, yeah, sure, fine. I'll let her. She'll she'll make the call. She'll get it set up. She take care of everything. Um, <clears throat> when when they when the girl talked to Sarah on the phone, she set her up and she's like, okay, yeah, we'll get you set up here, no problem at all. We we got you. Okay, it's on a Friday. We can see it two thirty. Do you want this to be your like lady appointment too? Yeah, sure, that's fine. Yeah, we can do that too. Knock it out. Okay. Hey, my husband needs an appointment too. Okay. Yeah, we can just have we'll just have him go next. <clears throat> so. 
I'm pretty sure I have an appointment with the gynecologist is what's happened <laughs> is that I'm going to find out how my ovaries are doing. <laughs> I'm going to, I've got, I, I, I really should have made my own damn appointment. You're going to get a prostate exam. I, I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> I'm not 40 yet, so I don't need the complete physical. Um, but I, have you guys and, ever, and with the, with the ovarian cancer history of my family, I think they might really check. I don't know. Have you, have you guys ever watched the YouTube channel? Try guys. No. Yes. All yeah. right. Yeah. It's a group of four guys and they, they try things. And <laughs> they went to a, uh, it was like, um, it was November. So men's health awareness month. And they decided that they were going to go and get cancer screening. And so they were going to get a prostate exam and they're, Testes exam. And, oh, I've had that one done. And yeah, and that's that's not the doctor, terrible. But the it's... doctor was explaining. He's like, men from the age of fifteen to the age of forty need to get their testes examined, and then men age fifty and older need to get their prostate exam. And one of the guys said, "So really, the golden years are forty to 50. <laughs> <laughs> when you're forty and over, you're supposed to have your prostate check. That's kind of the deal. Forty, forty and over is kind over. of well, forty is a, a lot of people say forty. Mm. Either way, um, I don't think it would hurt. Well, I mean, <laughs> depending on the size of the fingers. <laughs> so you got that, and then yeah, and then uh, younger guys are typically the ones that are at right. risk of uh, of testicular cancer. So yeah, I've got that. I've got that mm-hmm. uh, that appointment coming up in late. They do uh, that. They in, in they, uh, they do the same thing where I work. So, but I've never that, had a lady, a doctor that's doctor not been a us. dude. Before oh, really never. Uh, oh man, I've always, always had a I've always had a gentleman. We always uh, ours is a nurse practitioner. Yeah, so they they come in, they come to us. They schedule. Do you look at them and go, "You're not a real doctor"? At our office, no, I've never said that. You say nurse. You need to belittle them. Be like nurse. I just answer their questions. That's that's about yes. it. Yeah. Do you <laughs> smoke? No. Not right now. Yeah. <laughs> Currently. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. The anyway. first time that I was at a doctor and they asked if I smoked and I was like, I was like, you mean like, have I ever had a cigarette? Yes. And he goes, are, are you a, like a pack a day smoker? He was very irritated with the question. <laughs> <laughs> Left brain guy. You're, you're, you're Mr. Literos. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I had one seven weeks ago when I was drunk in a bar, but no, I haven't, I haven't bought a pack. I'm cheap. I just bum them from drunks. It's a social thing. That's like back in the day when I, I think I went to the optometrist and I was like, do you drink? And I'm like, is it like off you know, every day, seldom, whatever. And I'm like, is there a box for binge? Cause I'm like, I don't drink, but then <laughs> there are nights when I really drink. I'm just, I'm wondering if there like, you know, yeah. actually they made it super easy whenever I had my toe surgery and they said, um, they gave you a range of amount of alcoholic beverages you have in a typical week. And I was like, this is convenient instead of always, sometimes never. <laughs> I don't. I never know how what to. Kind answer of range? Those. What kind of range? What bucket were you in? Were you if, in the severity uh, of how was, much alcohol you consume? Were I was they worried one about to five your, drinks a week? Were they worried about your organs? No, no. It was one to five drinks a week. Moderate. You're fine. I'm, You're like I'm the good. glass of I'm wine. I'm at the at healthy dinner. level. Yeah. They say that men at a healthy level can drink up to three beers a day. So, oh, I'm fine with that. Yeah. yeah. I drink zero. <sighs> well, aren't you an overachiever? And two glasses of wine for women. I'm I'm in the binge I'm in the binge phase with Jeremiah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was younger. Now it's more of a just yeah yeah a couple here and there. Yeah. <clears throat> Saturday night I might tie one on or I might not I, do anything at all. My drinking life has ended with current changes. I just I've signed the the on call list at work and 
I'm drinking O'Doul's. That's all you can drink. Oh, that's it. Boy, some it's a sad, sad life. Paul Morrill's O'Doul's <laughs> he left at the studio. All right. So, uh, Guffy, you've got a big week coming up. You're, uh, you're going to be visiting of all of the departments or most of the departments in the city. You're going to, you're I'm signing up for, you're signing up to be on the board of directors for a $26 million a year corporation called the city of Newcastle, Indiana. Yep. So you're going to go take a ride along with the police department. Yep. Got that scheduled, uh, tomorrow, three to 11. You're going to visit the water department. Yep. Uh, that is Friday at nine o'clock. You are yeah. going to visit the street department, yep. the people that pick up the trash and the people that po- fix the potholes. Yep, that is tomorrow at 10 o'clock. Do you need an orange vest for any of this? Are you ready? Do you have a hard hat? Do you have Do you have the equipment, the PPE to go do the work? I've got it all. You're good. You're ready to go. Yeah. I figured they could. Are you going to Are you gonna be like an executive guy or are you going to get your hands dirty and go go out there with the guys? Oh, absolutely. I'll, I'll work with them right beside them. I don't care. Um, that's how it should be. Uh, you shouldn't ask people to do stuff that you wouldn't do yourself. That's what a true leader does. And then uh, you're you're looking at other stuff. You're going to try to hook up with the fire department at some point. Yeah, I want to hook up with the fire department. I want to hook up with the EMTs. Um, so all the all the emergency first responder types. Yep. Um, I want to try to get with the building commissioner and uh, Kenny Melton. Uh, want to try to get to the uh, water treatment plant. See how that operates. Um, that's a five million dollar a year operation, I think. The, Isn't that what we said on the budget? Something like that. And then the park. I want to. I want to get with Mr. Bergram. I believe is how you pronounce his last name. A lot of departments, man. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, there's. Let me it's, see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, possibly ten. And then technically, if you consider the mayor's office its own thing, that's you gonna sit down and have lunch with the mayor at some point? Um, I don't know. I've never asked him. Uh, I bet he would. I bet he would. Pick his brain. Pick his brain. Learn about how the theater is going to operate. Yeah. How do you think every city councilman, how many city councilmen are there? City council peoples. Uh, seven. So there's seven. Yep. There's seven days of the week. Yeah. There's seven currently. Everybody yeah. could just have a day in the booth selling tickets and operating the theater. And we could run it for free. Sure. But most of us have real jobs. Well, yeah, but you don't work seven days a week. I mean, you could, you only work five days a week. So yeah, you, but you could, you know, like Lynn Purdue could do Tuesdays and well, Lynn has, his and own you business. could have, he could, you do could it, have, he could do whatever he wants. You could, you could work Saturday. I could, I could do a Saturday or, or a Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. yeah. And Councilman Peck and Paw could do Thursday, not Thursdays in there. And yeah. Yeah. I, I, I guess. mean, Councilman Dickin could give up his Fridays and, and unoperated, I suppose. I bet he would. Yeah. I bet he would. I mean, I think, I think we just found the way. Maybe you guys, the, the seven, there's seven days of the week and seven, seven city council. But who runs people. the concession? I mean, one person, but back in the day when I was, I was visiting, there was only like six, six customers. The same person sold the concessions that, uh, that, that worked the counter and you've already got experience. Yeah, I could do it. I could, I could, I could absolutely do that. Yeah. So that's the plan. While you stepped out, we, we solved the uh, castle theater problem, Dakota. I gathered. Yeah. Context clues. It's all, it's all done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's but, all set. So, um, I'm really excited. I got to talk to the officer that I am riding with. Um, do you get to wear a bulletproof vest? I don't believe they're going to offer me one. No, because I, don't the police have to provide their own? I think so, actually. If if I, stuff if stuff gets real, what are you going to do? Well, because uh, yesterday there was an armed robbery, robbery at the AT and T store. We 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 on went Tuesday. over it. Who robs an AT and T store? Three out of towners, allegedly. Somebody that wants the new iPhone. Mm-hmm. I, uh, who the hell robbed? It's, there's no cash in an AT and T. I bet store. there is. How much cash could there possibly be? I mean, people's got to come in and pay their cell phone bill. People buying new phones. Who comes in with cash to pay their damn cell phone bill? 
Like at a storefront. Old timers? That's crazy to me. Well, yeah. That is such a foreign concept, I can't even imagine. Yeah, well, you're a millennial. What can you expect? I don't even need a cell phone store to have a storefront. I just want the network. I just want my bars. I don't care. <laughs> but I haven't been in the cricket brisket wireless store in two years. So, but anyways, back to the, the ride along here. Uh, I, we were talking and he's like, just wear something business casual. And I was like, okay, no problem. He's like, just so you know, I wear long pants. I wear boots. <laughs> I wear a long sleeve shirt. And not only that, but, um, I wear my bulletproof vest, so the AC is on high the entire eight hours. He said, so if you get cold, bring something else. That's a you problem. Bring a sweater. I was like, I, was like, I thought he was going to tell you. I was like, I'm fine, man. The air conditioning doesn't work because the city's broke and we're buying a theater and I can't, <laughs> my air conditioning doesn't work in my car. I thought that was Aaron, where the story Aaron was going to go. Aaron said that on his ride along with the police, they brought in two guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was the thing I was going to tell you. Did he so, have to, so did Dickon have to ride in the back? I don't know. I mentioned I mentioned it to Dickon. I was like, "Yeah, I'm going going to go on a ride along." He goes, "Just so you know, when I went on my ride along, brought in two guys for potential manslaughter." <laughs> what What the heck, Dickon? Oh, how many criminals are, is he have in this town? That how, he's, how many he's, people he's do you want me to arrest, Dickon? I tell you what, if I see one person with an ounce of marijuana, the marijuana, you're going in, buddy. That's that's what we're doing. An you, ounce is a that's a lot. It's a lot of freedom. It's a lot, a lot of, freedom. of medicine. And you know what? If you ain't wearing your seatbelt, you're going in. I need to put more people into that jail. If you're not wearing your seatbelt, it's $25. Nope. Wow. $25 not, ticket. Not, not, even, not even on the city council yet, and you're already <laughs> perpetuating a system of oppression. <laughs> Always. Yeah. No, did you guys did you guys see that video? I don't know if... Um, about the old lady with the broken taillight. Oh, yeah. So she yeah. gets pulled over. I mean, you have... In your skill set is taillight fixing abilities. It is. I, I replaced yours. But no, this this lady, she got pulled over. This isn't a lady that got arrested for feeding cats. No. It's no, another old lady. No. I, old, old ladies have had a shitty week. I just want you to know, if they ever arrest people for feeding stray cats, I'm doing time. <laughs> I'm doing time, boys. So, But no, uh, this old lady get, she gets pulled over, and the cop's real nice about it. He's like... Hey, I'm going to write you an eighty dollar ticket because your taillight's been busted out for six months and you've been driving around with it. And she's just arguing. She's like, "No, no, no, blah, blah." Next thing you know, she rolls up her window, drives off. Cop gets in nice. his car. You go, lady. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Cop, the cop gets in his car, falls after, gets her out of the car, <coughs> and she's being combative, like she is. How old are we talking? Are we talking like sixty years old or like probably Betty White, ninety seven years old? Probably fifty to sixty ish. And she's being, you know, That's not even old. Well, she's being, you know, she's resisting, and he pulls out her his taser. Poof! Tases grandma. Grandma goes down. Oh God, that poor lady. Oh man, it was crazy. Hey, there's every time, every time you pass an ordinance or pass a law, Somebody eventually you make a guy with a badge enforce your dumb idea. Yep, and it leads to violence. That's what happens. So every time you decide that I you know. can't have smoking in public, at the end of the line is some poor cop that has to deal with your bad idea. Exactly. Well, and not only that, but what if that 20 mile an hour thing would have passed? Now you've made all those people that were following the laws Luckily, criminals. You were a hero. I try. And spoke up. Small things. People. Small people. If people want to donate to your hero task, how do they how do they do that? They can go. In your, this is the beginning of your final thoughts, by the way. Oh, it is? This is it. Okay. 
Uh, you can go to my Facebook page, Chris Guffey for City Council, I believe. Chris Guffey for City Council, I believe is what it is. Yeah. It's yeah. right on there. Find Oop. the donate button. And mash you, it. You can mash that donate button. You can help me out. Um, we got some things we're going to buy. We got some more T-shirts we're going to get ordered. We got some palm cards we're going to get ordered. Possibly billboards if we can get the sign. Man, oh, man. I mean, it's we're, we're taking it serious here, folks. It's big time. We are, we are taking it serious, and you we get, need your uh, help. Your negotiations to, to have some uh, oh, some big yeah. events potentially. Big events, uh, maybe we're gonna, some big people we don't know yet. Yeah, uh, we got some we got some lines on some some heavy hitters possibly coming in downtown. Possibly someone who spent time in Washington D.C. Uh, yeah, possibly. I possibly, heard. I heard that rumor. Or ooh, did you hear about the governor rumor? There is one. Dun dun dun. What you getting endorsed by? Uh, is, is Eric Holcomb going to endorse you? Maybe. There is a potential of a governor. Maybe. We don't know. Maybe Henry Holcomb's going to endorse you. Henry Henry would because. I mean, you're not, there's no Republican in your race. Why wouldn't Henry Holcomb uh, endorse him? I mean, Henry, he's the goodest boy. He is. So he lovely. is. He's the goodest boy. He's such a good boy. But <laughs> So, yeah, if you just go to Chris Guffey for City Council, uh, smash that donate button, help me out. And then also we're going to be scheduling some events for walking. Uh, so we can hit them houses and let people know what's going on. That'll be great if you can volunteer and come out, and we can have fun. We can get you some food. We can do stuff. Oh, you're gonna bribe them with food? I'm not bribing. I'm just saying there could be food there. We we could cook out. We could. Uh, then we're gonna have. Uh, God, you're so passive when you ask for help. Yeah, I am. I gotta work on you. Uh, hey, Jer- hold hey, on. Hey, what are you doing Saturday morning? Yeah, no, I'm busy. Um, <laughs> we're gonna have. The cruisins are going on. Uh, last few, I think the last cruisin, October fifth, is going to be a big event for us. Um, we're going to walk downtown at the cruisin. We're going to be walking the neighborhoods that week as well. It's a and then big activation, big, big, big week for us. Uh, and if I can get an, a head count on numbers on that, October fifth, I will gladly make Jeremiah cook us food. Please. Sounds good to me. How do you like? Uh, do you like your chicken medium? <laughs> just a little pink in the center yep perfect. all right awesome all right <clears throat> father's day uh 2020 what are you doing there buddy i don't know hopefully i get taken out to eat or something <laughs> <laughs> what's uh what's going on final thoughts uh you're uh you're trying to you, you should probably warn the guests that you've uh you've taken on a weird responsibility and you may disappear that's true if we do anything in a, in a storm uh it may get really awkward around here Ah, not even that. It, it seems like the days that you expect to get called out to work, you don't get called. But on the days where you least expect it is when it happens. But that, that yeah, I guess that is some news. Um, I have signed up for the uh, volunteer list to take calls. So if you, you're panicking in this fatherhood thing, and you need more money, is what you're saying. This is a freak out. Not really panicking. You've over. I'm just saying. I could. You're, you're I already could worried it. about paying for preschool and, and college. Yeah. All Private right. school is not cheap. As soon as Try is not good enough for your kids. As soon as that baby is born, you got to open the 529. That's right. So, I mean, got to get that extra money. Got to get that cash money. Yeah, yeah. Trying to pay off my truck. So, it's, and it's only going to take uh, like six months worth of 80 hour weeks. 80 hour weeks. <laughs> <laughs> good God. <laughs> good God. <laughs> Jesus, I'm, I mean, not as much as Chase, so he's still alive. Chase uh, Chase it. claims to be coming back next week, potentially. 
Yep. That's the, the story. For the live show? At the maybe Moreland Free maybe Fair. next week or the following week we don't know. Uh, next week we are going to be at the Moreland Free Fair set up at the Libertarian Party of Henry County booth. So make sure you come out and see us. We'll have postcards that are signed, and you can snag one of those and snag a picture as well. It's not going to be broadcast live to Facebook like we did from the 4H Fair because because uh, we don't want to disrupt all of the other a, vendors. It, yeah, it's a it's a big it's a big setup and we just, there's just not enough room there to do it. Unless but. unless they ask us yeah during the week and say, "Hey, would you do this?" and then we'll let Dakota suffer through trying to figure that one out. Yep. But we're not really pushing for that. Well, I remember last year there's like no cell signal out there. They have Wi-Fi. Oh, and really? LBC, yeah, they've got uh, they got the Wi-Fi. Oh, uh, then we we could make it happen if we if they, we They do to. have broadband. If we went there early in the week and we just told the vendors, hey, on Thursday, you're not going to have any room for your booth, so might as well not show up. On Thursday, it's going to be it's going to be the Dakota Davis show. On Thursday, I'm going to need to borrow your table, people across the row from us. Back and in the day, Rupert uh, Rupert came, and it kind of was like that. We had Rupert come one night to the, oh, uh, yeah, the Moreland Fair, and he backed up three rows deep. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was impressive. Uh, yeah, we'll be out there. Come and see us. And then, also, the week after that... We are starting back with guests again. Uh, Clay Morgan, Councilman Clay, has promised that he will be coming on on August the 15th. We have a big city, uh, Newcastle Henry County Council budget update. They're in the budget that's process right. now. That's so what we're going to hear. We're going to hear how that's going. We're going to hear how broke we are. And <laughs> then I heard I've, they found all kinds of money today and they could buy a theater. Maybe they're the high bidder. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's what it is. And I'm also working with the guys from the Thunderwolf podcast, which is uh, which uh, Jacob Server and then uh, Shane. Remember, we sat with Shane at the uh, at the Juice in the morning. He's on the Thunderwolf podcast. Is Shane, the guy now. that lost a thumb in the accident, huh? Was that Shane or Johnny? I think that was Johnny. It was a smashed thumb. It was disgusting. Shane's so, the one with all all ten digits intact. Shane's the one that has the obscure name on Facebook. That Uriah. Yeah. So. Uh, I've been in contact with them. We're going to be doing swap casts, and uh, we're going to have a good time with the Thunderwolf guys. And we're talking about maybe doing a, uh, maybe doing some sort of a game night over here, a podcaster, yeah. all all podcaster right. area game night. Uh, maybe we live stream that and have some fun. That would be fun. So just just that terrible, would only terrible be for things. the Patreon folks. Maybe so. just to let you guys know, I know uh, I know somebody with some board games. Oh no, we don't. Uh, we don't want any more help from that guy. He's, uh, he's unless, already a partner enough. Unless he uh, upholds his end of our uh, fake bargain. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This, is, uh, this has been fun. This was episode 123. 123. This is the most Henry County episode in the history of the world. What exit are we off I-70? 123. 123. One, oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, hey, real quick. Can I add another final thought? I guess. You can have mine. I cede my final thought to you, Councilman. Oh, thank you. Dang it, I just forgot what it was, though. But no. <laughs> no. Um, oh, yeah, I did forget. Go ahead. <laughs> That's the end of the I'll show. We will uh, we will not have a live broadcast at the Moreland Fair. Once again, we'll repeat that. Don't be looking on Thursday night for a live broadcast. Check the Facebook uh, for the, oh, I know what the link. What? Sorry. Uh, I burden, would, the, burden the people. Go ahead. I'm burdening them. I would just like to give a shout-out to Brad Brewer down there at Perfect Circle Credit Union. The man... Sincerely help me out. When you signed up today, did you uh, did you give my name to get me an extra five bucks in my account? Did they ask you who referred you? Did they did that come up? It it was, but I didn't write your name because I didn't feel like, like signing that. 
What? You just, you just Venmo, let it go? I'll Venmo you $5 you didn't get. Word. Yeah, I mean, it was free money. Who referred you? And you're like, no, nobody. <laughs> nobody bad. did. I don't know anybody. I didn't, know that, was a, I didn't know that was a deal. Yeah, they were going to be like, hey, did you get referred by anybody? Yeah, this person. Okay, yeah. That question was never... That, they'll get, they'll it was be only like, paperwork, yeah. but I was that like, here's, yeah. Uh, yeah, here's 25 bucks for that person. I thought of your name, though. I was like, who referred you? I was like, oh, Jesus friend. Murphy. God. Shout I want to punch him right in the nose. <laughs> Shout out to Brad Brewer, my man. Yeah, I appreciate Brad, it. Brad's man. a good dude. I'm not so sure about you right now. Ah. But Brad's Brad's great. All right, no uh, no live show uh, next week. We're just check your uh, check your iTunes, subscribe, and do us all a favor and share. If you share this thing, it uh, that's how we grow. Thank you for listening to the Boss Hog of Liberty, which is part of the We Are Libertarians network. I am Chris Spangle, and I am the founder of this network. And I invite you to listen to all of our shows, which you can find at wearelibertarians.com or by searching for these in your podcatcher. The flagship show is the We Are Libertarians podcast, where we apply libertarian principles to current events. The Brian Nichols Show is a conversation amongst Republicans, Democrats, Libertarians, Independents, as they talk about what is happening in the news. And we have many other podcasts like The Chris Spangle Show, Upward, The Cost, Raw Audio Politics, Miranda's World, and Tad Talk, which is quite a ride. So check all of these out. Go to WeAreLibertarians.com and you can check out all of our great podcasts. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the We Are Libertarians Network. Get our other shows at WeAreLibertarians.com.